my buddy Daniel Figuerelli, phenomenal musician, he used to do sound engineering for, I think it was called this, sound, I'll get him on here sometime, phenomenal guitarist, we just jam like, like gangbusters, this is one that um, we would frequently, oh, we were great at harmonizing with each other, oh man, we had such, such a fun time we lived in the same apartment complex and just, wow, just magic, magic music, magic music. One of these times I'd love to jam with him through Skype. That would be cool and record that. So this is one of them, if I can remember the chords. Angelic voices going. What goes on? 
outside What goes on on the outside Goes on in the inside Goes on on the outside Goes on on the inside Goes on on the outside Goes on on the inside Goes on on the outside Goes on Goes on on the outside, goes on on the inside, goes on in the inside, goes on on the outside, goes on on the Banding together the remaining 
Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood cast and crew, and gathering them together with the old school Muppet Show guys, the, the, the Sesame Street guys, a perfect combination of cosmic education, Christ consciousness, cosmication. Goes on the outside, goes on the inside, nowhere to Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. I was just thinking about... I'm not certain what it was that made me think about this. I'm Right now I'm doing some... Uh, I'm using this program GIMP. It's like a Photoshop. It's a free program. And I'm... Uh, still in the process of uploading it was going to simply be the interview I had with the Wizard of LA in the K Chung Studios uh, but I've it's altered into now including the information uh, about how I met him some information with the first wizard walk and also you know a link to that podcast episode a link to that that uh, podcast episode and A link to the Sages of Sovereignty social experiment that happened on the 4th of July. His next one is coming up the 14th. I won't be able to be there, unfortunately, because I've got... Let's go. We're going to Wizard of Valley right now. Going to his uh, Instagram. Okay, so his next Wizard Walk... July 14th, 
starting at 7.01 p.m., beginning at Union Station. 7.01 p.m. They want to be on the train by 8.20. So it says here, July 14th, 2018, 7 o'clock, 7.01 p.m., beginning at Union Station. It's a simple idea. Create a pattern interrupt in the reality of sleepers through use of directed intention to raise consciousness by means of costumes, music, performance art, and public ritual, all while exploring the landscape of Los Angeles by metro train and on foot. Experiential and experimental. Bring yourself a tap card to ride the metro, costumes, masks, musical instruments, props, cameras, and open hearts and minds. On the train by 8.20 p.m., we will venture to three different locations in the downtown Los Angeles area, exploring, reveling, making art, and running wild before concluding in Chinatown Central Plaza. Feel free to stick around and join us for a meal afterwards as we break bread and recap our personal legends in progress. Come on out and play. Also, we will be filming footage during the event for other projects. Please note upon arrival if you do not want to appear in that footage. Otherwise, by attending, you are giving your consent for the fool and unlimited use of it by the producer in all the universe. If you would like to be involved with the production crew or help with these events, feel free to inquire through private message or email here. The Wizard of LA at gmail.com. Check it out. You'll see this on Instagram slash the Wizard of LA. So I'm in the middle of getting things together, putting up some photos for for the Inspirato Projecto.wordpress.com. That's my that's the uh, official Inspirato Projecto site, at least for the K Chung stuff. All the K Chung stuff goes up there. I do not put the podcast because I do too many podcasts and there's just too much stuff going on. So I'd rather use this opportunity to let folks know it doesn't matter. I'm not going to explain myself. I'm not going to explain myself. However, I would say if you're enjoying this program, please feel free to stop by podcastawards.com and nominate Inspirato Projecto for the Adam Curry Award and or Best Arts Podcast if you feel that way deep in your heart and soul. Please feel free. Feel free to vote. I'm very excited by seeing all the various folks. We're now available on Spotify. How crazy is that? Oh, so here's the story. Here's the story I was going to tell you earlier. It involves my friend Jeff Littner. My buddy in high school, he was rehearsing for a play. What is the name of that? It's... It's base. It's basically a one-man show. It's not necessarily a one-man show. It's one guy, and it's about. I think he ends up seeing his mom commit suicide, 
and it's about the different women in his life. And so he was he was in that play. I think that was the play at the time. He had a few different plays going on. So he didn't want to be at rehearsal that day. They were holding rehearsal at one of the um, at one of the actors' houses. They're holding rehearsal there that day. Well, Jeff Littner, one of the best writers I've ever met, who has one of the lowest self-esteems towards his writing I've ever met. I guess that usually happens, huh? He said, I, don't, I really don't want to be at the rehearsal today. Can you guys kidnap me? And I said, sure. I recently bought about four different Spider-Man masks, which we had recently been walking through our school. We, we all decided it, it wasn't even Halloween yet. It was ho around Halloween time. You know, they had Spider-Man masks for sale. And uh, I got a, a few of these. And we walked around the high school wearing these Spider-Man masks one day. It's just so much fun. In between, in between classes, we'd wear them, and nobody knew who was who because you know they'd, they'd see these Spider-Mans walking through the hallway. But they just imagine that kind of ubiquity that happened. So Jeff goes, "Can you guys kidnap me?" He gave us the address. He goes, "Can you show up at this time? Knock on the door. I'll know that you know. I'll know that." You'll be here, uh, and, you know, I'll try to remember to answer the door. If I don't remember, someone else, you know, someone will get me. So the day came. We put on our Spider-Man masks, knock on the door. Hi, is Jeff here? We had our masks. All of a sudden, he's like, huh? Yeah, what? And all of a sudden, we kidnapped him. Phil Donlin, I know, was involved. Look up Phil Donlin. D-O-N-L-O-N. He and our buddy, oh gosh, there are a few of us, few of us. Eric Kleinberg, I believe, was involved. Look up Eric Kleinberg, world world tra traveling photographer, travels the world doing photography, phenomenal photographer, and he is the fellow who I would frequently share all of my serendipities, synchronicities, coincidences with, deja vus, etc., etc., etc. He and I would flip out on it, and he. It's because of him that Usu, that ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity, the theory of life as we know it, was invented, which I'm in the process of writing a book about, and I will, I will get to talking about that on this this show sometime. In the meantime, if you want to check out Usu, U S S U. You can also spell it U S S U, N I V E R S I T Y. Usu University. Usu University. Sometimes I spell it with an 8, so it's U8U. It's like a palindrome. You take those S's, they're looking at each other in the mirror, fusing together into one. That's infinity right there. Us looking at our own reflection. That's us in that moment experiencing infinity. Fused together. You looking at you. So, Usu University. Check it out. I did an interview with Alec Smart on his channel, Don't Feed the Animals. So, the day came. I was there with these uh, with these misfits, miscreants, pirates, vagabonds, etc., etc., and so forth. Merry pranksters. We show up. We kidnap him. We get in a car. We we each take a leg and we just we just hike him into the 
cart, and he's doing a great job. He's screaming, Oh my God, who are you? What's going on here? Leave me, leave me alone. Ah, yeah, help somebody. And I think I remember our buddy Anish and Matt, Matthew Edwards, Anish Jetmalani and Matthew Edwards, both, both of those guys also, also very talented. Matthew Edwards has had a lot of musical projects through the years. Big industrial fan, industrial music fan, ministry, Nitzareb, KMFDM, those kinds of guys. That kind of sound. He makes that kind of music. Anish, I believe he still does theater. I'm so grateful to have known so many to know so many talented folks. A lot of these folks came from our high school, Glenbard North. Did you know Billy Corgan went there? Billy Corgan. Look up Keely Sanchez, too, while you're at it. K-I-E-L-E, K-I-E-L-E, Sanchez. She was in The Purge. Uh, I think she's still on a TV show, like a UFC kind of fighting show. She plays the wife of a guy who's like a UFC fighter kind of dude. Um, she's on a TV show called That Was Then... This is now, I think, which uh, they had maybe four episodes. That was out for a short time. It was about time travel. That was a cool show. She was on a TV show called Related. Just, It's just amazing. Carroll Stream, Illinois. There's something about Glumbard North High School that breeds this go-getter attitude, this desire to create what we love to you know, the art that we want to see in the world. There must be something to that place. Jason McNeil, look him up. He's another another gem from Glenbard North High School. He's a stand-up comedian. Look up his hilarity grams. He does sort of like, a, it's like telegrams, but they're, they're just, he shows up to your door dressed as various characters, and he does, uh, does stand-up comedy. Gosh, so cool. So, yeah, anyway, we kidnapped Jeff throw them in the car, drive off, and people are flipping out. They're like, what the, who was that? What the heck? What just happened? What the heck? So it was just this big mystery in people's brains. And uh, eventually the truth came out as to what happened. So I was reminded of that while I was sitting here doing this kaleidoscopic Jesus Photoshop thing here. Ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. Man, that's what it's all about. Ubiquitous serendipity, serendipitous ubiquity. And basically, the definition, if you were to put a definition behind it, we combine the things. We combine, you know, what ubiquity and serendipity, all the, all that razzmatazz. We combined it, and basically the definition is everything happening all at once at the same time always. Everything happening everywhere all at once at the same time always. <laughs> there it is. There it is. 
that definition came up before I before I started reading Dolores Cannon books about how about how parallel universes are all happening now, the past happening now, the present happening now, the future happening now. Now, 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 happening now, now. It's inescapable, folks. It is inescapable. You cannot hide from it if you tried. You cannot hide from it if you tried. That's right. You couldn't hide from it if you tried. Oh, by the way, this is something I want to uh, share with you. It's so funny. John Garside, he, uh, he um, from Forgotten Tales, he listens to the podcast all the time, and I'm just so I'm so honored. He listen. He's got like a two-hour drive to work. Two hours one way, two hours another way. Then he throws on some podcasts. That's the that's like really the best place to listen to a podcast in your car. So he goes, uh, I love that you reject the news on your show. That said, here is a news story you may want to talk about on this show. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. This article is about a woman. It's, and of course he sent this to me, and of course I saw the trailer that I saw before the Mr. Rogers show. That's something I, I meant to bring up, which I'll bring up now. Uh, oh, I gotta turn off airplane. I gotta turn off airplane mode. Surprise, surprise! If I want to go on the internet, I gotta turn off airplane mode. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. That's what's going on. Fair enough. Okay, here we go. Miami Herald is coming to you live from the Miami Herald. She always wanted to find her family. It turns out her sister was living next door. Ha! I'll just read little bits. Ever since she was adopted as a baby, Hillary Harris said she has wondered about the biological family she never knew. I always wanted to find them, she told CBS News. It was always in the back of my mind, and I knew that eventually I would search when I was ready. She probably never expected to find one of her relatives living next door, but that's what happened. So it turns out she ended up going off, checking out the adoption documents from this Catholic Charities thing, and they revealed her biological parents were named Bonnie Carl and Wayne Klaus. Dun, 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 dun. She found out that... Uh, And so then she looked it up. Turns out her dad had died in 2010. And the obit she found the obituary. And she learned that her half-sister Dawn was from Greenwood, Wisconsin. And was the loyal corn festival queen in the 80s. So she ended up finding out, oh, I got a half-sister named Dawn. Well, one day, one day, a woman named Dawn Johnson moved right next door. All of a sudden... She ends up finding out, hey, this woman moved from Greenwood. Then her husband goes, wait, Dawn Greenwood? Do you think that this is your sister? Bom, bom, bom. Turns out it was. She pulled out all the adoption paperwork. She said, Dawn Greenwood, sister. You know, bam, there it was. She showed it to her. Everyone flipped out. Everyone flipped out. And to this day, 
Look at that. Just, just imagine how many of these moments in life exist. How many of these moments in life are, you know, exist. And either aren't called attention to, or just, they're, they're, they, they're, they're viewed, we see them, and folks just go, eh, quinkity, just kind of push it off to the side. Why? Why? That's, that's miraculous right there. John told me, for instance, uh, there's this woman who works in the records office. You can hear it on his podcast. You can tell he's tiptoeing lightly while he's talking with her. And he's trying to get names of various people who died in this, who are in this, this, uh, this cemetery, cemetery. And he's trying to get some names of these folks. And this woman, number one, she just, just, poor guy, you just, she just doesn't, she isn't very attentive to when he's in there, or anyone for that matter. And that just doesn't seem to be in a good mood at, at all, ever, at all. So, which as a side note, would you feel happy or sad if you knew that all the stories that people knew about you and shared about you had to do with how miserable you were? Imagine if each and every single time you heard, you were able to hear through, through you know, various channels, you hear that everyone who has, has met you, that is the main takeaway that they go home with. That is the story of you that they go home with. Oh, well, they're very, very cranky. Um, they're very, very grumpy. Um, I'm very hesitant to want to even talk to them because they, they, they act like um, I've, I'm just there to be a nuisance. When I say hi to them in the morning, they go, oh. Is that a story that maybe it's a story she, she wants? Maybe that's the story that she's willing to go to her deathbed on going, Yes! Booyah! I made everyone grumpy and miserable. Everyone who's met me believes that I'm grumpy, miserable, depressed. I hate life and everybody. Booyah! I win! Booyah! In your face! Maybe some folks want to have that as the punctuation mark. Maybe someone's going for that on their epitaph. Always grumpy. There you go. Always grumpy. So, turns out she ends up finding out that one of the people buried in this cemetery back in like 1930-something. No, she's not that old. 1950-something? Let's say this woman is like 60 years old, so whatever that would be. Go back 60 years. Turns out her birth date, this woman, grumpy lady, her birth date was on the exact same date as a woman in the cemetery died. Wow, Kurt, that's so astonishing. Yes, that alone is astonishing. Add on to that, <laughs> her first and middle name are the exact same. 
first and middle name of the person who died. And yet this woman, there's no, there's no, no hint of being mystified, no hint of thinking it's remarkable, no hint of a smile of going, ain't that cool? That's a rarity. Boy, it's interesting. It's so interesting. It baffles me. Just as it baffles someone else that I could be so mystified by such simplicity. And that's fine. Everybody's wondering, what is the value in the perspective that you're living? That's what it is. You always hear about those people going, well, I don't buy into that. I don't buy into that. Well, they don't find value in what that perspective represents. They don't find they don't find the value yet. Or maybe strictly out of principle, maybe they grew up just being a rebel, saying no to so many things. No, 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 no. And they walk through life, and that's that's the default mode. That's the default mode. And then that person complains all the time. Why doesn't good things ever happen to me? Everybody's got good luck but me. Why? Uh, well, let's see here. What makes up the elements of you? Let's see. Of, of this particular reality experience. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. All right, let me turn the page. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, let me turn the page. No, 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 no. Hmm. Hmm. It seems to me this is a very limited perspective, says the doctor, says the cosmic doctor. So everybody's, everybody's kind of curious. What, what is the value in that? What's the value in this? What's the value in this? And I think each of us have those sort of authority figures in our brains, even if we would like ourselves to be the authority figure, which is ultimately the main, the main, the main modus operandi that we want to get to, isn't it? Us being the authority figure for our own life, for our own specific reality experience. I am the author. I am the author. I am the author of my reality experience. Ooh! I think we st we each still have those those go-to. Like I think in my brain, ooh, I wonder what Alan Watts would say about that. Ooh, I wonder what Bashar would say to that. Ooh, I wonder what Dolores Cannon would discover with her past life regressions concerning that issue. Ooh, I wonder if someone were to ask Abraham Hicks that question, what would she say? Ooh, interesting. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. Which is interesting, too, because each of those sort of authority figures in our brains as to who sort of drive our, our viewpoints, our perspectives, the thoughts, the, the considerations, the experimentations in our brains and reality experiences, uh, we found value in what they had to say. Heck, it might be an uncle, Uncle Arnie. What would Uncle Arnie say about this? What would my mom say about that? What would my dad say about that? 
These people you grew up that were cornerstones of, 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 of how you went about. Also the environment, of course, you know, nurture versus, versus nature. So we found value in those perspectives in some, some roundabout way. We decided, I buy into that, you know, and I'm going to take that advice with me. I'm going to take that advice with me. The next thing is, I'm going to take that advice with me. Am I just going to bleh, give that advice, just give that advice wherever I'm going? Because I heard someone that I respect say it? Or, and or, am I giving the advice from a personal experience, from actually applying this knowledge, finding it useful, applying, wow, wow, you know, and actually finding the value in it ourselves? A lot of times we, we see scientists, we see, you know, a lot of critics, a lot of people writing articles, debunking things, debunking the majestical, the mystical, the, the amazing, the astounding, the enlightening. Uh, and they're miserable. <laughs> Those people are miserable. <laughs> they're miserable. To me, I mean, from me, from my perspective, from their perspective, maybe they're having a grand old time. Maybe misery is their like their happiest point that they could possibly have. One might imagine, oh boy, what's their lowest point? Uh-oh. What's that all about? Oof. Oof. I'm scared to see that. So that miraculosity that goes on in every single moment of our lives, that's just waiting to be seen, waiting to be... Waiting is probably the wrong... I don't even want to use the word wrong. Waiting is probably a different word that I want to use for that. There... Because waiting implies, you know, oh, somebody see me, somebody, you know... I'm waiting for the next step. You know, if you're waiting for the bus stop, you're waiting to be picked up to go someplace. Um, universe could be waiting. I also feel that the universe is just handing these things out. Going, yep. If you notice it, you do. If you don't, you don't. And if you do, I can promise you, I'll give you a whole lot more where that came from. Just ozonated my water. Twenty minutes. I am creating. We are both all together right now, creating another breakfast reality experience. There we go. Crunchy peanut butter, organic banana, ozonated water. Put into the. Magic bullet. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go, get ready. Oh boy. So, 
these kinds of miraculous things are happening all over the place. All over the place. And what a joy it is when we recognize it. Mm. It's no different. Income. Uh, completely the same as, in my definition of it anyway, is a... Uh, mm. There we go. Mm, so good. It's the same as if you were to uh, create something with lots of details, lots of nuances. You've created it. You've done it. And um, no one notices it. But no sweat off your back because you didn't you didn't do it for the notice. You did it for the satisfaction, the entertainment, the excitement of um, leaving those there for yourself. Those are what help make it what it is. Those little details, those little things that people just cannot put their finger on. Mm. Until bam bam bam, one day. Someone comes in, and they see those nuances. And they are so excited to see them, and they're complimenting you like crazy on this thing. You're going, whoa, 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 what? Whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, what? You see the nuances. You see um, you see the, those little things, those little... What's going on there? That is so cool. That is so cool. I now can confirm that I have a playmate here. I got a playmate here. We can talk shop. We can geek out. You know? This is fantastic. That's how I play with the universe. That's what I think of how the universe is. Giving us all these fun fun little giblets. Um, some of them notice, and some of us notice it on the level of what a quinky-dink. Others notice it as, oh man, this was placed here for me. Specifically, this was placed here for me. At this moment in time, and who placed it there? My higher mind. Me. The genie. The genie is us. The big genie. I put in the order. Boop, -loop, boop, boop. Guess what? It camouflages and it shows itself in all kinds of different ways. And sometimes in ways that we would not expect in terms of, and we've talked about this so many times, but I, let's just keep rocking here. So many times, even in the sense where it's not a huge, obvious, big, like, in the tiniest little ways, tiniest little ways, those ideas, those wishes, those imaginations, all that stuff that we put out there. Hey, I wonder. Put in the codes. Universe makes it. Here it is. Are you going to catch it? It's my little Easter egg to you. And it's exactly the way that we need to receive it at that moment. It's incredible.
we make our own monsters. What are we making those monsters of? Hmm. 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 Maybe that's what karma is. That's the creatures we've created. The creatures we have created. Create tour, create tour. Isn't that interesting? Create tour. To create, so it's like a cross between sculpture and create. A creature. A creature. A creature. A creature. A creature. A lot of times. You know, cre creature, creature. Ooh, it's a scary thing. Watch out for that creature. Yeah. A creature could be a very exciting thing. A creature. This house. A creature. I created this sculpture. This is a creature. Creature. Ooh, maybe creature is like a sculpt. It's sculpture that creates. Maybe that's what it is. Creating something that it itself creates. Wouldn't that be interesting? Maybe that's what a create at the root of it all. Creature. You've created it, and now it creates. So we are creatures. We are creatures. We are creatures. We go on to create. Very, very intriguing. Epiphany. Very, very intriguing. Epiphany. So I had to share that with you. You never know who's going to show up next door, who you might be related to. You never know what you're going to come across. It's going to mystify you. Explode your brain. You just never know. You just never know. So a good question to ask is, do I like, do I appreciate? Joy, happiness, Enthusiasm, curiosity, imagination. Do I appreciate those things? Yes. Do I want to experience as many of those as possible? Yes. Can I do it without setting up specific instances? or specific elements that absolutely need to happen first before I can experience the joy, the epiphanies, the revelations, etc., etc., etc. Can I do that without, can I experience that without, without the if, ands, or buts? Can I, can I do that on my own? 
Can we trust ourselves to do that? Another question would be, would, let's say, okay, so let's say for a, a, a mother or a father, you know, we got a child. That's the other way that I like to look at it, too. That's the additional way that I like to look at my relationship with the universe. Okay, if I had a son or daughter, would I want them to be as happy, joyful, excited, filled with imagination, curiosity, epiphanies, would I want them, would I want that best possible outcome for them? Yes. Would I do whatever I could to, you know, give them more of those experiences and, and teach them how to have them on their own whenever they want? Would I be, would I, was that something I would want to do? Yes. Yes. I mean, there, there's, <laughs> obviously for the reason of a, a ha happy child is a happy parent. Um, if we are also, let's say if we, we go from the shallow mindset, let's say, let's say some parents, um, are just like, well, I just want my kid to grow up so then they can take care of me later. Okay. That's fine. If that's the case, do we want them to be doing that joyfully um, with, or with regret or angrily or regrettably or excitedly fully invested? Well, then make, make them happy. What are those elements of happiness? Being able to entertain one another. I would tell you, when I was at the... Uh, the 4th of July thing there by Grand Park. I was sitting there with the Wizard of L.A., Michelangelo. We're sitting there at the... We're there at the, uh, at the picnic table. And these kids, there are four or five of these kids. They immediately became friends. They're playing tag out there. Using their imagination, running around, having fun, laughing, smiling, joking around. Do we want that for ourselves, too? I do. I don't want it to be necessary for me to have this thing or that thing in order for me to have a smile on my face. I don't want to have to... I don't want to... Well... Some, I guess someone would find value in that. If so, I want to hear that value. And maybe I will, quote, buy into, unquote, that, that, uh, that value system. If I see good reasons that sound really awesome to me, as to going, well, you, 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 you know, you can't simply have fun. You got it. This thing has to happen. That thing's got to happen. You know, I'll be, I'll be having my happy and playfulness. Believe me, after I retire, okay, I'll have plenty of time to be happy and relax after I retire. Oh, when, when do you retire? I only got a. Uh, 30 more years at this job and uh, you know and then uh, and then I'll be retired I'll be happy finally I'll finally be able to do what I want to do so you're gonna wait 30 years to, to until you allow yourself to put a smile on your face I, hey man come on it's a working man's world man come on come on you know you really gotta work you really gotta work you gotta try hard you gotta go up the mountain man if you really want what you want you gotta go up that mountain 
Oh, and not to mention all that competition. Oh, all that elbowing in the ribs. Oh, gosh. Everybody wants the same jabs. Oh, Oh, it's slim pickings out there, I tell you. It's slim pickings in the industry that you want. Oh, there's so many people out there who do that. Oh, so many people out there. Okay, well, sounds to me like you're happy. You're, you're, you're fine with how things are. Well, don't get me wrong. I mean, no. I mean, I, you know, I wish it wasn't like this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I wish it wasn't like this. I mean, <laughs> believe me. I mean, I wish I could just be happy. I wish I could just look up at the, at the sun and just, just smile, you know, just sit out there on my back porch among the squirrels and the, and the trees. I mean, believe me, I wish I could. I, you know, I'm, I ain't no kid anymore. I mean, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's what we hear a lot of, right? That's what we hear a lot of. And they've bought into value systems that support those ideas, haven't they? Since there is no instruction booklet, we subliminally look for, well, keys to the mysteries, signposts, guideposts, the same folks who don't believe in guides are the same folks who rely heavily on their GPS to help them get to where they want to go. You are the Matrix. You are The storyteller. You are the author. You are the astounding magical being concocted by all that is. And now here you are, allowed to Take action on any decision that closely relates to your highest joys and passions without the need of statistics, certainly without the need of invisible phantoms. Those, oh, oh so many people. That's what I mean when I talk about the invisible phantoms. Not the guides. The guides, too, are invisible phantoms. They're the good guys. They're the ones. They're the... They're, uh... Trying to move you along towards what's best for you. The invisible phantoms are, are uh, of... Oh, it's so... There's so much competition. All of that is repeated just repeated repeated words repeated just repeated just repeated hmm. just imagine if poor if words of, of, of low vibration can be repeated over and over, just imagine what 
words of high vibration do when they're repeated over and over. Wow. Wowzers. Remind me sometime to interview Mike Shalee, my ozonator, my ozonated water buddy. Remind me to interview him sometime so you can hear straight from him how he personally witnessed his friend levitating. Think about that. Keep that in mind.